Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday, the 24th of March. Thank God it is Friday. And as usual, with all the information contained in this report, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this report. Well, the ASX 200 today closed down 13.4 points, 0.19%. 6955.2 for the week we closed down a massive it feels awful lot more than that i must admit 0.55% we started the week just under 7000 and closed the week just around 6955 so nothing very exciting really on the surface at least with the ASX 200 but certainly lots happening underneath. We opened the day at 69.61, we had a high of 69.61, we had a low of 69.23.2 and as I suggested in the members exclusive podcast at 11 o'clock this morning it did look as if the market wanted to rally uh, throughout the day. US futures turning positive currently we have Dow futures up uh, around 50-odd points and NASDAQ around uh, 20-odd points better. So we are seeing a little bit of optimism creeping back into the U.S. market after that uh, very volatile night last night uh, with it closing up 75 points on the Dow Jones. As far as our market goes, though, today, it was once again a bit of a dickens of a day, a bit of a tale of two cities. Resources were doing well. It was obviously their turn today and banks doing badly, and that was their turn today as well to do badly. Certainly there does seem to be a bit of a media pile-on at the moment, all those wonderful memories of the GFC coming back to haunt us, and people talking about banking stocks and the banking sector, uh, not only here, but of course in the US, very much the epicentre of that, and that is taking its toll on the banking sector. Let's start with that sector. The big bank basket drops to $166.74, 1.2%. It has now come down from around $191 uh, in the last few weeks. Uh, So it's down around 13%, that big bank basket, in the last few weeks uh, since it peaked at around $191 around the time of the CBA results when they hit pretty much an all-time high pre those results. So 1.2% down today. We did also see uh, losses in Macquarie down 0.8 and we did see insurers coming under a smidge of a pressure. QBE down 0.3, Suncorp down 1.2 and Medibank Public down 0.9%. Magellan managing to buck the trend amazingly up 2.5% there. Uh, But the big daddy I guess in the finance sector was SQ2 the company uh, known as Block, uh, down 18.4% today, and we'll get on to that. But that was attacked yesterday in the US by Hindenburg, a very well-known and very well-researched, according to themselves, short seller. And they came out with a report about Block and problems they have in the cash app. So not good. European opening call at the moment uh, just came up on CNBC looking at around, I'd say around half to 1% down on Europe. So there we go. All right, back to our stocks and sectors today. After the banks flip-flopped and flopped down, uh, we have had the resources doing better. BHP was up 0.3, Rio up 0.2. But the real recovery, although it is coming off a bit of a, a knocked-about base, was 
in the lithium space. Pilbara up 3.8%. Mineral Resources up 0.6%. Alchem up 1.8%. Liontown roaring ahead up 4.2%. So all in the garden was rosy as we finished off the week. Uh, although we did see a few losses scattered around the place. Uh, for instance, Champion Iron down 2.9%. Gold stocks were better today. Standout there was Bellevue Gold up 4.7%. Newcrest up 1.8%. Evolution, Jake will be pleased, up 2.8%. And Kingsgate, blast from the past Kingsgate, first pour at Chattery in Thailand after six years of legal dispute regarding the operations of that gold mine there. Uh, they had a really good day today, up 11.6%. So good for them. Oil and gas stocks, not doing much at all. Woodside was pretty much unchanged. Santos down 0.7. Coal stocks drifted off a smidge. In the industrial space, not an awful lot going on there. Although AGL, a bit of a standout there, up 6% today. Doing pretty well. Uh, we did see the staples relatively steady. And healthcare not doing a lot either. CSL up 0.1, Cochlear up 1.1. Uh, Estia Health, though, and we'll get on to that. They got a private equity bid today at three bucks. They were up 14% on the back of that. REITs pretty much mixed to slightly easier. So that was about it. In terms of the tech index, that fell 0.6 of a percent today, zero down 1.4, and WiseTech Global down 0.58, with IRE, which is the iris, they were down 1%, and Weebit Nano, what a week they've had, down 10.3%, so not a good day, they came back on after their capital raising at 5 bucks, and the SPP there at the same price. In corporate news today, well, EHE, Estia Health, has attracted the interest of Bain Capital, private equity, $3 bid. Uh, the Estia Health board obviously said take no action, etc. Stock was up 14.1% at $2.67, leaving around uh, 33 cents on the table if you're brave enough to take it. That's about 12% in theory, so... Uh, that is a uh, potential upside there. Of course, the board will try and get more out of the bidder. Block, the artist formerly known as Square, uh, which of course took over Afterpay here in Australia, taxed by Hindenburg, dropping 18.4% on the allegations. Hindenburg, of course, recently attacked Adani and had absolutely decimated that share price and forced some big changes in funding and debt structures with Adani. Uh, the uh, Hindenburg people are alleging issues with the Cash app, which they say is being used for nefarious transactions. Uh, that's certainly the allegations there. They have researched this for two years, apparently. In other news, Weebit Nano returned after its excellent adventure on being front-run and dropped another 10.3%. They're raising $45 million bucks at 5 bucks. They're also raising $10 million more or less, it could be from an SPP at the same price. The company happy that they weren't front-run at all. You're kidding me. Um, but the stock price did drop 20% the day before they announced the capital raise. I think someone has legged them over. But anyway, uh, nothing on the economic front locally today. We've got Japanese CPI out today, which was continuing at highs, not seen for 40-odd years. Asian markets generally a little bit weaker, and as I said earlier, uh, we have European markets opening half to 1% down 
that comes on the back of the Swiss National Bank raising rates by 0.5%. And the UK Bank think, saying that they think they can stop raising rates because they've got to four and a quarter or whatever it is. Uh, inflation in the UK is 10.4%. They are 6% behind the eight ball there. Good luck with that, Andrew Bailey. All right, let's uh, move on to the winners, our grinners today. And Estia Health, the big winner today, 14.1% higher. EHE, 2S, uh, picking up some uh, good coverage there after their results the other day, 12.13%. TUA, the stock code there. Tie, a yellow ribbon. Tito Minerals, uh, TIE, up 7.9%. A4N, up 6.1%. Brain chip up 6.1%. AGL having a really good day today, up 5.97% on 5 million shares. And Lake Resources doing well, 5.5%. And even Argosy managed to find some buyers today, 4.9% better. In the naughty corner, though, today, in terms of the losers, well and truly on the naughty step, a couple of uh, big stocks on the naughty step. SQ2 block down 18.4%. Uh, they did have uh, nearly 900,000 shares traded, which sounds a lot, but isn't really. Uh, Webit Nano fell 10.3%. They had 4 million shares traded. We did see Brickworks as well after their results yesterday. A bit of broker commentary there. 4.6% down. Helios down 4%. Coronado, CRN, down 3.8%. APM Human Resources uh, down 3.6%, and Eclipse down at 3.6%. Positive sectors today were the lithium, the gold, the iron ore, the base metals, just for a change, it was their turn. And in negative sectors today, we had the banks, oil and gas, and coal. ASX 200, as I say, down 0.55% for the week. The big bank basket down at 166.74, 1.2% down. Alltech index down 0.6%. Gold, nearly Nearly hitting three thousand dollars in dollar terms. Twenty nine eighty three Bitcoin, twenty eight two six five U.S. dollars a fund token. The Aussie dollar lower at sixty six eighty, and we have ten year yields three point two three percent. Japan weaker down point four. China down point three, and Hong Kong down point two. Major movers and shakers today. Well, we did get a bounce from Argosy four point nine percent better. St. Barbara up four percent. Bellevue Gold one of the big Gold movers today, 4.7%. Parenti, uh, they had a buyback update today, up 4.1%. We also saw Sezzle for some reason. Maybe it was in reaction to the buy now, pay later side of Afterpay. But Sezzle, 2 million shares traded today. They were up 15.8%. Uh, Kingsgate also doing well, that first gold pour at Chattery. Up 11.7%. MGV, which is Musgrave Minerals, up 11.11. All the ones. Double singles day. 3D interactive model and PFS update. GL1, which is uh, Global Lithium, living up to their name, up 5.8%. Wave International has been appointed the lead DFS engineer. And uh, we did see Race Oncology, RAC, uh, down 8.3% on the leadership change. ADAE, which had a good day yesterday, bad day today, down nearly 16.7%, giving back gains. Uh, Betmakers, uh, Tom Waterhouse has sold down his stake, unchanged today. And OFX, 
suffered some broker downgrades following the results yesterday down 5%. Speculative stock of the day, absolutely nothing today of any uh, consequence or any serious volume. In company news, in a little more detail, Life360 reported a $91.6 million loss in 2022, up 173% from the loss in 2021 of 33.6. Revenue jumped to 103% to 228. So they managed to lose half the revenue, 91 million on revenue of 228. That's pretty good. Medibank Private, Technology and Operations Executive John Goodall has retired after over six years with MPL. Hardly a surprise there. Chalice Mining has identified two new priority uh, nickel copper PGE, platinum gold equivalent targets at Ventures Southwest Project. Two new targets have been infilled, sampled with Auger Soil Geochem. Westpac Bank has announced updates on reporting changes in the first half of 2023. Net profit will be the single measure the group will use to assess overall financial performance. Simplifying financial reporting, you have been warned. Global Lithium Resources anticipates the completion of the MANA Lithium Project Definitive Feasibility Study in the fourth quarter of SCY23. In economic news today, Judo Bank trying to get on the, in on the act with manufacturing PMI with their name on it. Uh, fell to 48.7 in March from 50.5 in the previous month. This is the sharpest contraction since May 2020. We also saw ex-asset commissioner Cathy Armour will join the board of the exchange operator CBOE Australia, which used to be called, of course, uh, Chiex as a non-exec director. Director. Asian markets today, Japanese CPI, which include, excludes volatile food prices, rose 3.1% as expected in the 12 months to February. 3.1% for J- Japanese inflation. You'd have to ask the question, what are they doing that the rest of us are not doing? In European news today, actually finally in Asian news, uh, the most important story of the day, a young zebra named Sero has been walking around and running around town in the dark and busy streets of Seoul before emergency workers managed to tranquilize the animal and brought it back to the zoo. There we go, there's a problem only in black and white. And in the US and European news, Jack Dorsey had his net worth slashed by $526 million yesterday as the Hindenburg hit an ice block. And Accenture is axing 19,000 jobs. The bids are in for Manchester United. Maybe a little bit below the 5 billion quid that some had hoped for. And China has called on Europe and urged them to play a role in supporting peace talks for Russia's war in Ukraine. So there we go. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great weekend. And of course, as usual, we will be back again on Monday to do it all again.